0: The following is my conversation with Michael Mina, the owner of Merck's uh, restaurant in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Mm. Michael is a fascinating man and I hope you enjoy our talk. This podcast is supported by Singus Unsocialism, an organization that aims to make the world a better place by reducing inequality and promoting social justice. You can learn more about them at facebook.com slash singusonsocialism314,045,476,941,591 or on Twitter. at Singus Issues, thanks for listening. Hello, Michael. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. It's great to have you on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So first of all, how's business going in Vietnam? It's
1: been good. We've been doing well, actually. We opened back in May of this year and we're currently running at about
0: 80% capacity. That's great news. How's the food been reception-wise?
1: So far, so good. The food has been well-received and people are really enjoying it. I think the biggest challenge that we face here is that Vietnamese food is typically quite oily and people are used to a much drier diet, so it takes some getting used to. But in the end, I think people are happy with the food overall.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that it might be a bit dry for some people coming from places like the United States where they're used to a lot more sauces and gravies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that we've focused on with our food here, making sure that it's naturally based without any unnecessary sauces or additives.
0: That makes sense. And have you seen any changes in terms of business since you've opened? So far,
1: yeah. Obviously, our main focus has been on getting established and building up our client base, but over time, I think we've seen an uptick in business overall, uh, especially since the rainy season ended a few months ago. But there's still plenty of opportunity out there, so we're definitely trying to capitalize on that as much as possible.
0: That sounds like a pretty smart strategy. What kind of wines do you serve here?
1: We serve a mix of French and Italian wines mostly. But we also have a few of those wines as well, because Thailand is such a popular tourist destination these days.
0: And these days, I see. And what do you think sets your wine list apart from other restaurants in Human City?
1: I think our wine list is pretty unique in that we haven't jumped on the bandwagon bandwagon of trying to carry a lot of popular domestic brands or anything like that. We stick to high quality wines from well-regarded countries. And I think that's what sets us apart from a lot of other restaurants here in town. Plus, our wine list is constantly evolving, so there's always something new to offer our guests.
0: That sounds like it would be really helpful for people who are looking for something specific to try rather than just picking something off the menu or ordering a La Carte. Are there any particular wines that you've had particularly good success with? So far, I'd say our best
1: sellers have been our Grandness wines, which are Burgundy style wines, and our Braxies wines, which are chignon style wines from Beaujolais region in France. But I think there's always room for improvement. So we're always trying to search out new wineries and grape varieties to offer our guests. Plus, it never hurts to have some old favorites on hand as well.
0: That makes total sense. It's nice not to have to worry about things being too trendy or trying something new all the time. So what are your thoughts on wine tasting etiquette? Are there any particular rules that you follow when tasting wine? Well, traditionally speaking, white wine should
1: be served cold and red wine should be served warm. So depending on the dish that you're serving it with, you might want to adjust the temperature accordingly. But generally speaking, white wine goes better with lighter foods and red wine goes better with heavier foods. Um, Generally speaking, sweet wines should be served with dessert, whereas dry wines work better with savory dishes. uh, Whereas dry wines work better with savory dishes. But again, it's always important to adapt it to the dish that you're
0: serving it with. That makes total sense. It can be hard to decide which wine goes best with which dish when you're not familiar with all of the different winemaking styles out there. Mm-hmm. And speaking of wine making styles, have you ever considered opening your own vineyard or growing
1: your own grapes? So far, no plans whatsoever. <laughs> but if things went well in Vietnam and we saw incorporated ease demand for high-quality French or Italian wines, in particular down the road, then maybe down the line we might look into it. But right now, nothing is set in stone. Everything is still up for discussion.
0: Hmm. That sounds like a testament to your caution. Sometimes people rush into things without thinking things through completely first. Do you have any other advice for people who are looking to start their own restaurant or open up their own business? Well, I think the key is to take things slow and make sure that you have a good
1: plan in place before you start anything. Otherwise, it could easily get out of control. And finally, it's also important to be patient and keep an open mind. Things will happen naturally if you're just patient and let things develop organically.
0: That's definitely good advice. It's better to go with the flow rather than trying to force things. And speaking of going with the flow, have you ever heard of the spaghetti monster?
1: <laughs> I think, but I'm sure that there must be a story behind it. Anyway, thanks for the interview. It was really interesting. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to our interview with Michael Mina of Merckx. In this episode, Michael tells us all about how business has been doing in Vietnam and shares some stories about choosing wines for his wine list and giving us an insight into what it's like to run a successful restaurant. We also discuss wine tasting etiquette and wonder if Michael might consider opening his own vineyard or growing his own grapes in the future. Michael Mina will read a poem for us called A Tribute to a Liberated Margarita
1: let me grab that tequila and throw it back like there's no tomorrow. I don't give a fuck if I'm inebriated. I'd rather be wearing my liberation sombrero and dancing the night away to some ranchera in celebration of freedom, of course. I might get a little loud and maybe a little loud, uh, maybe a little lewd, but that's just me busting a move to show my appreciation for tequila and all of its liberating properties. Mm Mm-hmm.